0: Wild Wing Studios, it's the Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas.
1: Trent Williams is the total package. Again, not comparing him to those other Hall of Famers because Chris Forster wasn't about to do that, but it just gives you an idea of how impactful Trent Williams has been for the entirety of his career. And I wanted to finish my report with this, Andrew, just so you know and are aware, there are six Sooners that are participating in this game, that would be Oklahoma Sooners, because there's only one OU know it, and there's four with the Kansas City Chiefs, Andrew Gruber's laughing at me, Juanye Morris, Creed Humphrey, James Winchester, and Blake Bell, and then, of course, Braden Willis and the great Trent Williams. All of those guys out of the University of Oklahoma. You know
0: what? I, it's not six, it's eight, because it's Stacy Dales and Gerald McCoy as part of the coverage as well. Oh! Right? Yeah, include yourself. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Dales? Yes. Okay, yeah. so it's OUDNA is going to be uh, taking over Allegiant Stadium on Sunday.
2: Very cool. Stacey Dell's there, going to be covering the game, talking about the OU guys. Jerem McCoy going to be there as well. Pretty cool stuff there. She's done a great job, man. She's She
0: really has. She's been at it for a while, too. Yeah. Covering the NFL. It
2: really has. Pretty cool.
0: I don't know who to root for on Sunday. Um, I can't stand both teams. So I think I'm just going to root for individual players. Let Trent Williams get his first Super Bowl ring to kind of cap off a, a Hall of Fame career. He, he absolutely will be a Hall of Famer. Um, let, let let that guy get his first Super Bowl ring. So I'm rooting for, on Sunday, I don't know about you, everyone else, Trent Williams to get his first Super Bowl ring, Braden Willis, a guy that we really respected around here to get his first Super Bowl ring as well. That is how I will root on uh, Sunday.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm... I got no problem with that. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where you just you sit back and you're 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 excited for all the guys out there on the field. Now, Kansas City, you feel like they're going to be back. They've been there as many times as they have recently. Um, does everyone there already have a Super Bowl ring from Oklahoma? Uh,
0: yeah, Winchester yeah. does, Blake has two, Creed has one, and, well, uh, Wanye Morris would too, right, because they won it last year, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think
2: so. So I guess since that's the case, give me the 49ers. Um, they're easy to root for. It's easy to root against Kansas City. I'm. I guess I'm somewhat a Kansas City hater. I don't know. I guess perhaps I've just got Kansas City fatigue. I'd like to see someone else win it. It's just, it's kind of hard to make that leap that Brock Purdy is going to go out and beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but, you know, he's got a really good team behind him.
0: If uh, someone would have walked up to you November of 2021, right after Perry on Winfrey just buried Brock Purdy <laughs> and said to you, hey, uh, let's, let's bet that... Brock Purdy wins a Super Bowl at some point in his career. At that given moment, how much of your assets would you have bet that he would never win a Super Bowl? Everything Man. that you own?
2: He, probably so. Probably so. You know, like my problem with Brock Purdy, he did a bunch of great things at Iowa State. He was really good. And then, out of nowhere, he'd have these YOLO throws and moments where he'd have some of the most egregious turnovers and horrible plays and uh, that's like the exact opposite of what you could do in the NFL um, but you know he went to the perfect place for him the the talent they they have surrounding him I I think Brock Purdy has done a really good job and is playing some great quarterback at the NFL level but uh, his development would not be anywhere close to what it is now if he had gone to a different place I mean it's not a slam of Brock Purdy to say that he's been a a massive beneficiary of the surrounding talent that he has on that team I mean it's accelerated his development it's just a fact it's not a slam it's just a fact
0: yeah, I mean, and he's not a player that I think can just – even at Iowa State, he wasn't the guy that could just make incredible plays and rescue a game for someone. I, I, everyone says game manager. I don't think that necessarily has to be a bad thing. He can be a game manager at San Francisco, which I think it makes him a lot less likely to have some of those incredible turnovers that he had at Iowa State, even in the NFL. So it, it, it'd actually be a pretty cool story if he uh, found a way to win the game on Sunday. Um, Yeah,
2: I I think it would be. It uh, uh, it really would be. And, hey, I I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and it may come down to the last possession or two and who's got the football. And as good of a running game as they've got, as good as talent they've got around them, I mean, not unreasonable at all to think that he's going to win.
0: Some of the more interesting prop bets. Uh, Number one on this list is what Teddy and I are both uh, betting on. That Las Vegas will be invaded by aliens and the game will end in a tie on Sunday. We're gonna have a hundred bucks on that one. It's gonna pay out nicely. Las Vegas somebody is invaded something. by aliens and the game ends in a tie. That's amazing.
2: Some somebody knows something, Tyler. Somebody knows something. I I guess. What if the game never even takes place? Is that? I mean, does that the same as ending in a tie? Well,
0: what if aliens invade during the Super Bowl? But Randy Quaid saves the day again like he did at <laughs> in Independence Day, and the game goes on. Do, do we lose our $100?
2: Uh, it'd be $100 I'd be willing to lose.
0: <laughs> to see Randy Quaid come back and save us again from the aliens.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, oh hi- yeah.
0: Here's another prop bet. Chiefs win, and Taylor Swift goes to the White House with the team and endorses Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's an actual prop bet.
2: Oh, my gosh. Right, how long do you have to wait for that one to play out? I mean, that's a prop bet? I mean, are, are they – how long does it take for those teams to visit the White House? It takes quite a while, right? I,
0: it used to be pretty soon after, right? Maybe yeah. it takes a, a couple or a few weeks now, but –
2: Oh, this this is a this is a White House that everyone agrees is worthy to go visit after a championship. Is that <laughs> is that where we're at?
0: See, you guys, I just throw these no, things I, out there to see what will happen. And,
2: I was just asking because, you know, at times it's not. I'm just ju- I was just wondering. I have I have no idea. <laughs> Next prop bets: What team will Drake curse
0: at Super Bowl Fifty-Eight? Uh, some believe that a Drake curse, the rapper, is a real thing. So maybe who he bets on or who he picks, the other team will win. I don't know how you. I don't know how you bet on that. I guess you bet against what he's picking. Is a problem. Oh, here's a favorite of yours. You guaranteed the color of Gatorade six years ago in the Super Bowl, and it was dead wrong. What Gatorade color will be poured on the winning coach of Super Bowl Fifty Eight? You Purple, swore Purple it, won it last year. You swore it would be Purple Gatorade for, like, six consecutive years, and I think it finally hit last year.
2: Finally hit last year. Man, that's – you know that team managers clean up on that prop Yeah, bet. I,
0: how did they police that? Like, I've always wondered that. They know these odds. They see – I mean, that's a pretty simple change, you know. I.
2: You just – you don't tell anyone, and – you go bet it. I mean, that—that's if, if a ton of money starts to come in on a one color of Gatorade, then you've uh, you'll probably expose yourself. Boy, those
0: guys have more on the line than anybody else in the league when it comes to getting to a Super Bowl, don't they?
2: Oh yeah, that's <laughs> it.
0: Forget legacies for these players; they've got cash to make with the prop bets.
2: You know, you got to win the game too. I mean, that's that's the problem. Is you got you. Mix up the purple Gatorade and mortgage your house, bet 50 grand on it and don't win the game, <laughs> then the other team's got red Gatorade, you're screwed. Uh,
0: here's a prop bet Will there be a score agami?
2: Oh. A Super Bowl score agami or a. It just
0: says, Will there be a score agami? I'm guessing probably a Super Bowl score agami. Huh. Uh, this one, will there be a second shirtless Jason Kelsey sighting?
2: No. That was
0: more of a Buffalo thing, man. He was, was just getting Buffalo in the spirit thing. of Buffalo. Because it was cold. Yeah, and I, I think he's kind of – I don't think he's his brother or his future sister-in-law. I think he's, all right, I did my thing, then I'm just going to kind of let Travis have the, the moment here. I don't need to steal the spotlight.
2: I don't know. There's there's still a, a really good chance that he's wasted at the game, and if he's wasted, you you may hit that.
0: How long will it take Reba – to sing the National Anthem. A lot of people are going with the uh, under on uh, Reba in the National Anthem.
2: You think so? I don't know. Yeah, I
0: don't think Reba's selfish here. I think she wants to let the National Anthem be the star, not be the star herself, sing it the correct way, get in and get out of there.
2: I don't know, man. Reba's been known from time to time to embellish a little bit. I may take the over because I think everyone's going to – the natural thought is exactly the line of thinking that you're going with. But that's going to be cooked in. They're going to have a really low number. It's going to hit the over, dude. I'm just telling you.
0: Last one, how many times is Taylor Swift shown? I think the over-under is like God. two and a half on that. Two and a half?
2: I like, during the entire broadcast?
0: Yeah, maybe higher in some other books.
2: Well, if you think. Travis Kelsey's only going to have two or three catches, then that's what it's going to be. But they show her automatically every time he catches the ball.
0: There she is, Jim. It's it's Tra- Travis Kelsey's wife. There she is. She's loving it, Jim. <laughs>
2: oh, that's so good.
0: Uh, TC and T-Town, do you think Reba will hold up a red solo cup while she does the national anthem? Perhaps. Oh, that would be. Dude, how cool would that be? Perhaps That That's would be the case. awesome. Yeah, text line's blowing up about this now. I hope Reba gives a shout out to TK. Does Reba mention Toby Keith? That would be pretty incredible if 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 she chooses to do that.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I I don't think it would be. I don't think it'd be much of a surprise. And uh, matter of fact, I. Uh, I kind of expect something. I could be wrong about that. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that that would be a good idea for sure.
0: Gunny wants to wish us a happy 420, as he does pretty much every single day on the Texas. Nice. Room. Happy 420 to you, Gunny, as well. Sugar Shane in Newcastle says San Fran drinks orange Gatorade. I'm not sure how he knows that, but I will take his huh. word for it.
2: Yeah. that's the, I, I feel bad for him because – Orange is—I <sighs> don't know—the orange is I don't know. the orange not very good, is it? Do you like it? Um, I mean, the original it, old school orange is not very good. Now, like the fierce orange or whatever.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to think. It it would be it wouldn't be in the top five. I don't think it'd be too far. It'd be in the next five after the top five.
2: Okay next five okay I like that All I'm right. trying to
0: think of a head coach in college football that it would be like the next five it'd be um it'd be like how Ryan Day is viewed right now can't do it on its own maybe need some help okay. m- needs some vodka applied need Is that some- what chip Kelly's the vodka he's bringing yeah, in the
2: yeah. uh the gray, gray goose a little bit. is that what we're gonna sc- we're gonna start calling chip Kelly the gray goose now he's
0: definitely not Tito so we got to call him gray goose
2: Gray Goose coming in to save the day.
0: 4.05. So if P.J. Fleck leaves to UCLA, I want to be the first to say that the USC-UCLA game should be sponsored by Summer's Eve and be called the D-Bag Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) That is fantastic.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, there was a report out. um, Well, UCLA's AD said, we're going to do a national search for our next head coach. McMurphy reported that P.J. Fleck is one of the early favorites. And that fit between P.J. Fleck and UCLA, I just – that's that's hard for me to get to.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't – maybe he needs a move from Minnesota, but, yeah, I'm with you. UCLA, that does not seem like a great fit for him. But, heck, I don't know. Maybe they've got a good rowing team out there at UCLA.
0: He could row, row, row the boat. He could be the rowing coach and the football coach. And he'll have go. to drive 45 minutes to rowing practice and then another 45 minutes to football practice all on the same day.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. But seriously,
0: I wonder for like the head coach at USC and UCLA, and maybe you've talked to Brian Odom about this, but are they able to get as much done as where they were at stops before because of traffic? Do they just have to get up ridiculously early and get their way early because of traffic? Is that an overplayed thing? Like, does that like, the time of a commute does that really affect coaches in, in LA at those two schools?
2: Yes, it does. Um, yeah, I mean, and coaches are typically up there really early, but it, it's still it's still a factor. I mean, anytime you you can't make a unscheduled trip anywhere you can't run run across town to do something real quick i mean it's i mean it's not just the job it's your your day-to-day life as well so yeah it's definitely a factor now i don't know that it's a factor that really changes anyone's mind you know it's just kind of something that you build in and you have to deal with but yeah it is a factor for sure
0: the stress of coaching college football than the stress of traffic twice a day. Imagine that lifestyle. Heck right. no. No thank you.
2: In, you don't. You wouldn't want to end your stressful day with a nice two-hour commute home? <laughs> no. Bumper-to-bumper no. bumper traffic? God.
0: That's why Kyle Whittingham's got it made, man. Salt Lake's a pretty cool town, and he commutes about ten minutes to the local airports, and then he's off to, uh, to a recruiting visit. Yeah. Easy in, easy out. No big deal for him.
2: We'll That's right. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on next. Join the movement.
0: The Ref Army is growing. Don't miss a second of the Sooner coverage you want with the KREF app, the number one source for Sooner fans. The Ref is the home of Sooner fans. And the- Check out PurpleWave.com. Purple Wave Auction, straight, simple, sold.
2: I think they're really good. I know the record is not what they wanted to be, but, like, I've watched them, and, I mean, they took Baylor to overtime. They were up 16 on TCU and lost. They, they beat West Virginia, um, beat Kansas State, and I thought even though the score didn't indicate it to in Houston, when you watch that game, they went right at Houston and uh, just got a, a ton of respect for them, and, and uh, we, know, we know you can throw the records out in this game, and they're going to come in and uh, – Really, really fired up, but I really like their guards, and I think they got the premier big man in our league, the freshman, you know, Brandon Garrison.
0: Porter Moser this morning, live on the ref, and live on location as well from Neighborhood Jam in Norman as he joined Toby and TJ for the T-Row in the Morning Show's 20-year celebration, which is pretty cool to have Porter Moser, Joe C., Skip Johnson, Sherry Cole live on location, but – that's what Porter thinks about Oklahoma State. He, he's right. They, they've got some nice pieces on the team. You know, their effort level is going to be pretty high tomorrow because, look, man, OSU's below 500. Um, not that they don't have a ton to play for because they're still like half the conference slate. But, Teddy, you, you got to think that Oklahoma State is looking at this game tomorrow as their chance to regain some momentum and try to get their season back on track a little bit. I, I'm sure they're circling this game as, we've owned this team recently, let's go beat them again and start to ter- turn things around. It's, it's a huge game for, for both sides.
2: Yep, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you – when you fall into a, a position of not going to be able to hit the goals that you set, well, at that point, you you kind of start looking down the schedule and say, well, what big moments can we have? And going into Oklahoma uh, for on a big emotional night for them and coming out of there with a win would be something that they can definitely rally around. So, I mean, to me, that's why in games like this, it's critical to have a good, fast start. You don't want to give them any feeling at all that they've got an opportunity to win the game. You, you go in, you stomp on them early, and you get those guys to, to throw in the towel. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. The longer you allow them to hang around, you never know what's going to happen.
0: And the tighter that you might be in that spot, because I like Porter felt really bad with the really good home crowd a couple of weeks ago against Texas. Like he, he apologized to the fan base, essentially. So, they know, like, I'm sure they know, like, hey, maybe we haven't delivered the past couple of years when we've had really awesome crowds. They don't want yep. that to be the case again. So, yeah, man, like, at halftime, have a healthy lead, put it away early in the second half. Let's not get to the four-minute mark, and Oklahoma State has a lot of confidence and think they have a chance to win. No one yeah. in the LNC wearing – Crimson's gonna feel good about that scenario if that's uh that's the case tomorrow. But yep. DraftKings has OU as a twelve and a half point favorite tomorrow. I can't man. remember the last time this year that OU's been that big of a favorite over
2: someone. Yeah. I I mean I it's a lot, but I don't think it's outlandish, man. I definitely capable of that. And you know, they're coming off a really nice outing offensively against BYU. Um, I mean, I take them to win the game, to cover a 10-and-a-half, I think is what ESPN had it, and then you see it at 12-and-a-half with, with another uh, – po- that seems like a lot to me. I don't think I would take them to cover. But, I mean, I could see that happening for sure. Yeah,
0: I'm just looking at what OSU, what's happened to them on the road this year. So, they lost by s- – Twelve and a half point spread. Okay, lose by 16 on the road at Houston. Lose by 29 on the road at KU. Lose by four on the road at Kansas State. Lose by 24 on the road to Iowa State. And lose by 17 on the road to Tech. Mm. So that 12 and a half number—they've played five conference games. They've only played a game within 15 points one time. That was against K-State.
2: Yeah. Well.
0: 16, 29, 24, 17-point losses so far on the road in uh, league play. That's uh, some
2: big ones. That's some big ones. That's. I mean, that's where those numbers are coming, for, uh, coming from for Oklahoma being as big a favorite as they are. And it makes sense. I get it. I just, you know, when you watch Oklahoma as much as, as we have – I, we think about it more about Oklahoma than we do Oklahoma State, I guess. I mean, that, at least that's that's me, and I don't know. It just it, You feel like you don't know exactly what team's going to show up on a, on a game-by-game basis.
0: Am I right for thinking that, especially this game, the difference in the feeling of the fan base with a win versus a loss is pretty extreme? A win, you're 18-6 on the year, and you're 6-5 in conference play, and you might be in like the top four or five of conference play potentially, and a loss would just seem extremely devastating, that you lost to the worst team in the league, and for the last time in maybe a while they come to the LNC, they beat you again.
2: Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. I just
0: feel like the two feelings coming out of this game – Versus a winner a loss, and that's always the case. I know. I just feel like it's a little amped up with like the Toby Keith honoring him tomorrow. Just sure. everything that goes in this game tomorrow.
2: Yeah, obviously. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. I mean, there's emotionally there's a lot on the line. Um, I as far as what it means for your season, there's a lot on the line uh, in state with. Bragging rights, rivalry, there's a lot on the line. So, yeah, absolutely, across the board. I mean, and tickets
0: are, man, they're still like 60 bucks is the cheapest that I'm seeing on one ticket service right now before fees. Right. Which is good, man. That's that's all. It's going to be – forget being as good of an environment as we saw against – well, I don't know if the environment was that great as many butts in the seats as the Texas game, it kind of feels like there's going to be more. This is going to be their best crowd of the year.
2: Yeah. I I feel like it is, too. I mean, it's rare that we see tickets like that, so I imagine it's going to be packed. It's had a good time, too. Uh, evening tip, 6 o'clock tip, easy to get to. Everyone's got plenty of time to get there. Should be a fun environment.
0: Yeah, hopefully there's some red Solo Cups in the parking lot before tip-off.
2: Yeah. And if that's the, the
0: case, let your boy know uh, what side of the parking lot that, that's going to be on.
2: The weather's supposed to be nice tomorrow and then bad on Sunday. Is that right? I, well, I guess it's not necessarily nice, but Sunday's Well, bad. it's not
0: going to be – is it supposed to snow ice on Sunday? Is that is that the well,
2: deal? Well, 80% chance of rain and a high of 43. Hmm. So it's going to be – Gloomy, rainy, and cold, and uh, I guess it's going to start cooling off tomorrow. But it's it's not going to be as bad as it is Sunday.
0: Five eight zero, you lose tomorrow. Fans may pack Porter's bags for DePaul. <laughs>
2: Man, I I hate to say it, but it, it's it's going to be a very difficult loss to overcome. Yep, for for Porter Moser. I, it's just where where things are right now. I hate it that it's that way. I still like Porter Moser. I'm still behind him 100. percent But I if if you lose to Oklahoma State at home, like considering all of the circumstances, it's just it. I don't. I mean, that may not necessarily be the case what the texter suggests, but I mean, you're definitely starting to think about that. If you're the the administration, I would guess.
0: Softball Steve says, you said it. OU wins by 20-plus. Go figure. I didn't. Oh, we said that? Okay. I don't know if I'm going to be that. I will pick OU to win this basketball game. Will I do by 20-plus. I don't know about that.
2: Why not? Who cares? Okay, Oklahoma wins by 20-plus tomorrow. I said it. There you go. Uh, I'm not you like
0: I'm, it? Oh, he wins by 19. I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. L.C. in Newcastle says the new biggest game of Porter's career. Yeah, like if they win it, I don't – I see what you're saying there, uh, L.C. in Newcastle. It's like if you win it, it's not looked at as the biggest win, but if you lose it, it's looked at as the most crippling loss in his career. Right.
2: You know? That's right. I is there's nothing special that has to happen. That's the thing. If you just go out, play your game, play solid basketball. Don't don't turn the ball over an insane amount, value the basketball. I mean they've played good solid defense. Hit free throws when you have those opportunities at the foul line. You know, it's it it should not take any any type of amazing effort from Oklahoma to win the game. You know, but, you know, you never know. That's why you play them. Jay and Ellick, how's
0: this for confusing? Who's rooting for Oklahoma to win the most, the OU fans or the Pope fans? Oh, It's a good point. Well, I it doesn't matter the coach situation. Right. O- Oklahoma State uh, wants to win this game badly. We know how they feel up there in every year but especially with the SEC
2: move coming up. Yeah, and it may not matter. This, this game is the like reason a, for their existence. Right. Don't they have like some massive buyout on Boynton's contract? 7
0: million I think I saw a few <laughs> weeks ago. 6 7 million, yeah. Woo. Not cheap, dude. Marietta sooner says Tyler this morning Lon Kruger was also on with Toby. I missed you doing yeah. the voice.
2: Yep. I heard a little bit of that.
0: Uh, proud of the guys. Proud of the guys for 20 years. Uh, you uh, entertain us all with uh, who you uh, Athletic Talk. Uh, proud of you. Proud of the guys.
2: See you later, Coach. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Toby. <laughs> was there a thanks, Toby,
0: at the end? I didn't hear it. Did,
2: I couldn't hear it. I I showed up when I was there this morning. It was cool. There was a lot of people there. Yeah. Uh, very fun. But whenever, like, the speaker's playing and the show's going over the speaker, it, it's like, it's like someone puts uh, headphones on me, and instead of noise canceling, it's noise creating, and I, I can't hear anything. I can't hear what's coming through the speaker. I can't hear what the person standing directly in front of me is saying. I can't hear anything. So, so you were
0: just nodding the entire time you were talking to BFC and had no idea what he was saying?
2: Smile, nod, nod. Throw in, oh, really? <laughs> or, uh, oh, how about that? <laughs> or, I didn't know that.
0: Teddy's trick used to be, and I don't know if it's the same way now, Teddy would always ask someone else about the big football story around so that they wouldn't ask him about, well, what do you, what do you think about OU? What's going on? Yeah? Teddy would be the first one to ask a person that so they wouldn't ask him. It was a pretty smart strategy, if I say so myself.
2: Walk in. Well, who wins Super Bowl tomorrow, boys? <laughs> yes, what do you think? Yeah. Who wins the game? Uh, that's great. That's <laughs> great.
0: Uh, hey, uh, before we hit a break, what would you think of the the guitar in the seat, the Red Solo Cup, and the OU hat? OU hat for, uh, for Toby in his seat on Tuesday night. It's pretty cool.
2: Very cool. Very, very cool. Um, you know, I, I – it's one of those things where – you got the news, you know what's happened, like you knew what he was battling, so I guess it didn't come as like a, a massive out-of-left-field shock, but it's one of those things where maybe it takes a little bit to kind of set in, I don't know, and whenever you see stuff like that, like tomorrow evening, whenever you start to see the the tributes and everything like that, it's it's going to really start to hit home. So, all right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text
0: line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer
2: Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks. Then there's the truck, GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the...
0: What Caught Teddy's Eye brought to you by Yalagazni Law. Have you heard hiring a lawyer makes your insurance claim take even longer? Not at Yalagazni Law. They work to keep your claim moving forward and fight delay at every turn. That's Yalagazni Law, 405 800 8080. 405 800 8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Uh,
2: Kind of an interesting deal that Michigan has hired the New York Giants' former defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale. Uh, after Mentor left Michigan to go to the Chargers with Jim Harbaugh, Minter's been really good there at Michigan. Their defense has been uh, outstanding. Oh, yeah. Now, Wink Martindale, I guess it's the same defense, same terminology, a lot of the same concepts, so you feel like it's Probably going to be a smooth transition, at least uh, as far as learning the defense, but teaching it, coaching it, calling it. We'll see. Big shoes to fill.
0: Yeah, and maybe like his role is going to be way more of just that—a defensive coordinator. But I just, when I think of weak Martindale, I don't think of a dynamic recruiter.
2: Do you? No, I mean that's a good point in and it's like it's I don't know I don't know his whole story do you I how long he's he's a pure NFL guy isn't he I
0: don't remember a time where he's um, maybe early on in his career he was somewhere but um, let me let me go and look at his as a coach he was at Notre Dame in 9495 Cincinnati Western Illinois okay I mean so he yeah early in his career. He was in college football, but since 2004, he's been in the NFL. <laughs>
2: that's 20 time. years since he's been in college. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's uh, that's interesting to me. I,
0: <laughs> this one says, "I thought Wink Martindale was the host of the Newlywed Game." There is another Wink Martindale. Yeah. Yes,
2: yeah, it's funny. Um, no, but I mean, that's a that's a fascinating fascinating hire you're right i mean it's it's the defense is one thing but all right, what does it mean for recruiting and trying to relate to these high school kids and, and everything we'll see i don't know um but i thought that that was interesting like that's a lot of change now oh yeah it's a lot of change there at michigan and they're set up to continue to have success but As much success as they've had. I mean, there's a really thin line there for both Michigan and Ohio State as to what constitutes success these days. So, uh, interesting. And then I saw this. The Oklahoma City Thunder have added Gordon Hayward. Tyler.
0: I still remember, man. That's still one of the more memorable national championship games in my lifetime because of the half-court shot that he almost hit against Duke. And then that Butler team, they went back the next year. I think Butler, back-to-back national championship games while he was there. And they lost both of them, but, man, that was a long time ago.
2: Yeah, he is 34, or about to be 34 next month. Makes $31.5 million this season. It's the last year of his deal, so it's – it's just a one-and-done deal. They'll have him for this season, and then he hits free agency, so they clear that cap space. But, you know, he's a versatile player. He can do a lot. He's a, what, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, forward, can shoot the outside shot. I mean, there for a, a while before he – what, did he break a leg or something? Isn't that what happened? He was – At Boston
0: he, when he was there? Yeah, yeah.
2: He was he was really starting to be one of, uh, one of the really good players in the league, and then – Things kind of slowed down for him, so I know, that's interesting from Oklahoma City, Gordon Hayward. That's all, right. all I
0: have. I have a few here. First, uh, Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, yeah, was asked, "Why are people so obsessed with you and Taylor Swift? What's the real reason everyone's crazy about you and T Swift?" Travis Kelsey gave his reasoning.
2: I think uh, the values that we stand for, and just uh, you know, who we are as people. We uh, we love the. Uh, shine light on others. Shine light around the people that 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 help and support us. Um, and on top of that, we just i, th- I feel like we both have a, just a love for life.
0: Travis Kelsey says the values that we stand for and who we are as people are the reasons that people worldwide love us so much.
2: Is he insane? Is—is <laughs> is he insane? <laughs> there is. <laughs> I knew. Oh I knew. God. I
0: knew that one would hit quite nicely. <laughs> There's a reason why I started with this one today.
2: Oh, my God. Am I the only one that feels like that is ridiculous? The values
0: that we stand for and who we are as people. We love to shine light on others. Shine light around the people that help and support us. I feel like we both have just a love for life.
2: Is that like a... Was that like a placed question, and he's got an answer that he's supposed to provide to it? Well,
0: there, there was a two-part question. The first part was he was supposed to finish one of her lyrics to a song.
2: Oh. Uh, so maybe. That's, that is interesting. Wow. Okay. Like, I'm not crazy, right? Like, that's. No. No, no. That, okay. you, there's a
0: reason why I played that. All right? <laughs> okay,
2: just make like, sure.
0: This guy, the, the your value. Okay. All right. All right. Interesting answer. Um, Josh Allen speaking of Super Bowl week, was asked who has the biggest and best arm in the NFL. And he said this, quote, you know who has a sneaky big arm? It's Bake. Baker Mayfield's got a cannon, and I don't think he gets enough credit for it. Yeah, And he said that, and LaShawn McCoy was on that show, uh, Joy Taylor was on that show, a couple of others, and they like laughed in his face. <laughs> laughed in Josh Allen's face that he said Baker Mayfield's got a sneaky good arm. He doesn't get enough credit for it.
2: He he does, but he's got a – I mean, he doesn't have, like a, like, a Josh Allen type of arm. I mean, he just he, – he doesn't. I mean, those guys – I mean, Josh Allen's, like, six inches taller than he is, you know. Um, but he – I think Baker does a really good job – on like whenever he he puts his entire body into some of his throws, and I think he gets a lot of mileage out of the arm that he does have. If that makes any sense,
0: Bill O'Brien to Boston College, interested whatsoever in what he does with the new head coaching gig.
2: <sighs> no,
0: I I will totally forget about it once the season starts. That he's at here's BC. the thing.
2: I mean. I, it, it, to me, it doesn't matter in, in this day and age. There there would have been a time where you could make the perfect hire and, and do something really special. But in the current landscape of college football, it, if you're Boston College, it doesn't matter who you hire. The only thing that matters is... Can you raise an insane amount of NIL money and go out and purchase some top-notch players in the transfer portal?
0: And then lose them the year after?
2: And lose them the year after, but make a run. that like, That's the only way. That's the only thing that really matters now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it really is. Last one I had because we're up against it. Pro Football Hall of Fame class was revealed last night. You had... Mm. Patrick Willis. Well, okay. Stud. Uh, Andre Johnson, Dwight Freeney, Devin Stud. Hester. But uh, Julius Peppers, who once played on Owen Field, is a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Whew. I or someone else needs to go through all the Pro Football Hall of Fame members and see how many of those played at least one game on, uh, on Owen Field during their okay. career. That's we at least have idea. one with Julius Peppers. I know that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Peppers, uh, absolute stud. Freeney, stud. I'd love to have, if I was a defensive coordinator and I could have Freeney on one side and Peppers on the other, I'd uh, I'd be happy. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next.
0: A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KREF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen.
1: Are you someone with extra weight and looking to make a lifestyle change? Norman Regional's Journey Clinic is ready to help you get started. We are excited to be one of the only weight loss clinics in the region offering the Spats Balloon, the world's only adjustable gastric balloon.
0: Locally owned family business. They do work right the first time. Mop and Roofing has insurance specialists to work with your insurance company in resolving your damage claims. Call Bob at Mop and Roofing and Construction at 405-703-3843 for your free estimate today. 405-703-3843 or Visit MoppinRoofing.com. And, mop and Roofing. Go Sooners. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you the sour of the rush. A reminder: eight thirty to nine. It'll be OU and Washington. A top ten battle in Mexico, and you can hear it live on the ref. Fourteen hundred AM, ninety-nine point three FM and the KREF app as well. It's OU and Washington at 8.30 tonight. OU, 55 straight wins. And, of course, they're already 2-0 and oh so mm. far this year. Insane. Yeah. Um, random question for you, but I'm interested to see how you respond. Since the move to the SEC was announced, which fan base have you personally grown to... Maybe that you didn't expect to grow to hate more, but you found yourself really disliking or being annoyed by this fan base since the move to the SEC. You already couldn't stand Uh, LSU fans, Texas fans.
2: I don't think anything's really –
0: I don't think anything's changed for me. No Mizzou hate has developed? You're one of the few.
2: Well, I think people that – are interacting with them on social media all day, every day, have developed that, but I don't do that. I, For my fan base hatred uh, to grow, it's probably going to have to come in the flesh. Like, they come in here and beat us and act like fools, or we go down there and beat someone and they act like fools because of that. I mean, I feel like that's what's going to grow my sports hatred of a fan base like a couple of you don't want I mean, to fight with missouri fan fans idiots on on, on, on social media man i what do they say i mean what, what can they say i we paid for better players i mean oh use broke some of the things
0: yeah what's gonna happen in the sec yeah well i uh, i don't interact i don't go head to head with missouri fans online. i do see all the stuff um they are extremely annoying. Like they don't remember who they actually are. the The answer would be Missouri for me,
2: but there is no there, there is no develop. remembering who you are anymore. Uh, you are what your nil collective says you are, and they just got a massive influx of money. So, uh, no surprise they're not they're out there yeah, uh, still, pounding their chest. I
0: still think they're a bunch of idiot meth
2: heads. So that's what no, they've I, been. Agree on that. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned.
0: You're listening to the home of Sooner